Go. So, yes, this episode, and we'll preface this, we've, we've had a couple of these in our long tenure as podcast hosts. Mm-hmm. This episode may contain some content that some people might find objectionable. Oh, boy. So, it is NSFW, which if you don't know what that means, it means not safe for work. So if you're listening to this in a public place or you're listening to this in the car with your family, you might want to skip to a previous episode or the next episode because we're going to talk about some stuff that might not be family friendly. Or if you if your sensibilities are not inclined in this direction, I would say maybe this is not the episode. Whoa, I'm fired up. I don't even know what we're talking. So we're going to talk about this Netflix show that everybody is talking about now called Sex life, which is, I think, actually, like, stylized as sex slash life. Okay. And so here's the premise of this show, and I have not watched it yet, but I've heard a lot of people in the barbershop talking about it, and mostly it's guys talking about their wives watching it. But the premise of the show is, is there's this woman who is happily married and has a couple kids, and she's living a really nice uh, suburban lifestyle, Uh and she had a very active sexual past with a lot of different partners, And so in her new domesticated lifestyle, she is kind of more or less left longing and doesn't have a very passionate marriage. So somehow in the course of events, one of her previous partners that was like the bad boy Superman lover comes back into her life and starts to make waves. And so she starts keeping a sex diary or a sexual history diary or all this stuff. And then at some point, the husband finds it. Oh, boy. And... Fireworks commence. <laughs> well, I have not heard it. I have not heard about it. But you've had a lot of people talking about it. And there there have been probably two or three people who have come into the barbershop and mentioned that their wives are watching this show. And I said, uh, and I say, well, have you been watching it? Well, first of all, I, there's two things that immediately pop into my mind. Uh, and when they describe the show... It's apparently a lot of it is just like porn. Really? The 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 woman who is the lead in it, I, I'm actually vaguely familiar with because she had a very small role in The Sopranos. Ah. And so she is the female lead, and apparently she is just naked all the time. All the time. Like, yeah, literally, I think in the first 10 minutes of the show, you see her naked breasts. In the first 10 minutes of the show, it shows a guy going down on her. Oh, it gosh. is. It is. Yeah. So we said not safe for work, y'all. Don't. <laughs> not safe for whales. NSFW. That's right. So it is very apparently sexually explicit, and I think on episode four, there's also a scene that showcases the ex-lover bad boy's equipment. Oh, uh, so it's a. Is it a Which drama? Apparently he or is, is it one, comedy at one all? One honky hung like a donkey, and it swings <laughs> below his knee. Guy's got to tuck it into a sock. That kind <laughs> a of tripod. A right. That's it. So I, it is. Apparently, it's it, it's a gift for for both men and women in okay. that regard. But uh, yeah, is it, I, is it a comedy? Is it a drama? I think it's a drama okay. predominantly because I know that when the husband starts uh, finding when he finds a diary and start reading it, like there's apparently there's a scene where he gets turned on and starts pleasuring himself. It's apparently a very very wild ride. Oh my gosh! So I think it's a ten episode run. So give it a char- give it a shot. Right. So the the first thing I thought about was. If you watch, if your wife is watching this show, do you watch it with her? And then, because it's got a lot of female nudity, yeah. apparently, so that's kind of cool. 
And then the other thing is, if your wife is watching this and maybe she identifies with that <laughs> are you worried female about character, that like what are the implications <laughs> on your wife being really into that show on your relationship? That's a good question. Would, you, would that make you worried? Probably. A little bit. But <laughs> I would try not to watch it with her. Well, that was the first thing I did when I came home. I came home and I asked my wife, I said, are you watching this show? <laughs> you heard about the show? And she had not heard about it, but now I'm mentioning it, I'm sure she's... When you first said, and I, you know, when you first said, have you heard about this show, Sex Life, on uh, or on Netflix, I thought at first you were talking about the one with the furries that they have. <laughs> that is a crazy show, and we can talk about that show in a minute as a sidebar. Um, it's, I, I just, I think we've reached a, a low point in human entertainment at this point. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Uh, but so, yeah, so this show just looks, it, I, I'm going to watch it just out of pure blatant interest and in the fact that I like seeing women naked. Um, but you know, I try and it's really interesting the things that kind of come across the bow in my line of work. And I, you know, I, the, the other thing that immediately came to my mind was, you remember when Fifty Shades of Grey, like every woman in the country was reading that book? Yeah. I, I kind of think there's maybe this untapped market for more female-centric adult entertainment, for lack of a better way to say it. I read another interesting article in this, in this morning that I'll talk to you about in a second, but I want to hear what your thoughts are on this show and what the implications are and whether you'd watch it or what you think that would say about your relationship. I have very little interest in watching it, except for maybe the nudity would be would pique my interest just to see. But, uh, man, I don't know. With everything in the world and the way things go, I've used most of my entertainment options are super escapism, basically. I don't like realistic stuff, you know? Like I've told you about horror movies. I'm not good with... I can do zombies, but I can't do real-life torture porn style horror movies and I think it's because it's so real I love movies and TV for the escapism and so like I'm super into Yellowstone you know I mm -hmm. love it because you know it's season four is going to be amazing yeah I can't wait um but yeah when it comes to stuff like that I don't I would prefer not to watch it I guess I would certainly if you, you watch it and you say it's good I'll certainly you want something that doesn't parallel your real life experiences <laughs> yeah. too much honestly yeah. okay yeah makes sense but you know I, I don't know I, I love superhero movies and goofy stuff like sure. that but that might not be the best reason for not watching it but I mean it sounds like an entertaining show and if you had watched it and, and do or do watch it and tell me it's good I'll certainly give it a try what would you think if Kelly were watching it how would that make you feel if we were watching it together? No, if Kelly were just watching it. Like, if you walked in and there's two people bawling on the screen and you're like, what are you watching? And I mean, she, tells you the she does nothing but listen to audiobooks with people making whoopee all the time. So, I mean, really? Yeah, she listens to audio. It's always, she listens to dirty audiobooks. Like, like romance novels? Modern day Fabio. She would say no, but it's just funny. Like, every time I walk in the room, she doesn't use headphones and it'll be like just you know, dirty stuff. I'm like, Kelly, Jesus. She's like, they weren't doing any of that until you walked in here. I'm like, William well, walked in. Yeah. Caress the sweaty small of her back. Exactly. She was aching and in need and he was desperate to give it to her. Exactly. And they all have, you know, Fabio on the cover. But if she were to watch it, out, it wouldn't bother me. I mean, if she really got into it and talked about it all the time and how she related to it, then yeah, that, Different would, probably, story. that would probably be not so great. Yeah. If she identified with the heroin too much. Yeah. Well, don't you think there's also that Fifty Shades of Grey aspect to it that women women want some of that entertainment? Maybe they want more of that entertainment than we think they do? Yeah, they're probably sick of uh, Real Housewives and stuff like that. They probably want Real Housewives stuff. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm, talking more, more like them. I'm talking more specifically about adult entertainment. 
Like when you think about the wide range of pornography that is produced in the world, 99.99% of it is geared toward men because they're the primary consumer. But I, I would be interested to hear statistics or look up statistics on how much of the market of pornography, like what percentage of the market is made for women or consumed by women? I mean, you have to think that all that is changing and, you know, you just look at with social media, TikTok and what kids are doing now. And I say kids, meaning 20 year olds plus sure there. It seems to me that they're a lot more liberal than even we were mm -hmm. and certainly way, way more than our parents were. And oh, yeah, so my gosh. <clears throat> I imagine you'll start seeing yeah. a lot more of that kind of stuff. I mean, they're just not, they don't have to be buttoned up, you know, Donna mm -hmm. Reed's that's a super old reference, but as the time goes by, I think you'll see a lot more of that type of entertainment because that's what more women will identify with. Well, it's, we're coming up in a day and age where <clears throat> it's not only, and it should be, it's not only okay to express your sexual preferences because for the first time in the, our lives that I can remember, it's okay to come out and be openly gay and say what your preferences are and your likes. And so that's giving heterosexual people the freedom to maybe express a little bit more of what their wants and desires are. And yeah. like, uh, you know, if also um, women's lib, it's okay for women to be, you know, open sexually and have the same kind of sexual experiences as men oh, where sure. traditionally you probably would have, it, it's the, the old adage that if a man sleeps with a bunch of women, he's a stud. If a woman sleeps with a bunch of men, she's a slut. Yeah. Whereas now you would just say that everybody's sexually liberated. Yeah. We're, we're almost kind of reapproaching this, 60s heyday of free love i mean there are apps where you basically only look for people to hook up and have sex with i mean yeah. it's just we're, we're living in unprecedented times not only in communication and the availability of entertainment but also the availability of anything else that piques your interest coming back to this article i read this morning i thought this is the craziest thing i think i've ever said on this podcast but i was thinking uh -oh. about what it would be like if i started my own only fans <laughs> and so <laughs> And then so I thought to myself, please do it. <laughs> thought to myself, are there guys that make good money off of having uh, an OnlyFans? Probably. And so I came across a couple articles about the sex workers, uh, male sex workers of OnlyFans. And it was really interesting to me to hear they talked to some of the guys and they talked to some of the women. And I kind of thought initially that it would be predominantly gay guys Watching looking for those. other gay guys. And they said, no, it's actually quite a mix of men and women and he said but the interesting dynamic was again not safe for work we warned you that most of the guys that were on their only fans just wanted to see them get off or wanted dick pics and things like that but most of the women wanted something that would be more akin to a relationship so they would get on there and say i just went on a terrible date i just want to talk to you and see your penis versus the guys were just like i just want to see you come <laughs> you know so it was, it was really, really interesting. It was a great article. And when we post this podcast, I'll post a link to it. No, you won't. I will. Um, <laughs> I always say I'm going to post, post all these links to these things. Go find it. It's Go an article find, about, yeah, yeah you're, you've got Google. You don't need me. <laughs> who, who wrote it? It was a, it was a BuzzFeed article. Okay, but it was, BuzzFeed. But, but it actually, BuzzFeed articles, in my opinion, are very, very light and fluffy nine times out of 10. But this one actually had a lot of meat to it. I yeah. was surprised at what a good job they did with it. Um, but there, there are guys on there that are making pretty decent money uh, just for doing that. But I don't, 
do they all look like Fabio or do they just look Mm-mm. someone look no, like there was, dudes? There was one guy that said, he said, it's ridiculous that I'm able to make a living off of OnlyFans because I'm in the worst shape of my life. And the women that's, that they interviewed, some of the women that liked him and it said, he just has a really good person arm, personality and he's charming and witty and that goes a long way. Which is true. I mean, I, it's why, you know, if you're fat and funny, you can always get laid. That's good because point. women like guys that have a personality. To be completely honest, most women that I've talked to in my experience of life have said that guys that are completely ripped and chiseled and built like Greek gods are completely insufferable to hang out with and have relationships with because they're so self-centered yeah. and that's how they got to be the way that they are that you're never going to get women are never going to be able to get what they want from that kind of goes the same way with women sometimes too mm-hmm. yeah, yeah that's a two-way street yeah absolutely well that's again the old adage for every ridiculously smoking hot 10 there's a guy somewhere that's sick of her sick shit, her shit. <laughs> so i've noticed in, in addition to this show there was this other movie called 365 where there was basically this gangster who kidnapped this hot woman and said that in 365 days he would make her love him. And it was apparently very, very steamy and had some simulated sex that was pretty off the charts from what I heard. So basically the point I'm getting at is it seems like maybe Netflix, and they also had some original content that was about sex workers and bondage and stuff like this. So it seems like maybe there's been this move. (laughs) You know they have algorithms that... Sure. And so you're getting these things that I've never heard of. So the question is, what are you searching out on Netflix? I just look for Netflix shows. I just I literally the things that come up is these Netflix shows. Mm-hmm. Now I did when I heard about when I heard about this movie, I went and looked at it and looked at the description and all that kind of stuff. And I I went and looked for this thing after hearing people talk about it. But three sixty five is on Netflix also. I think that's the name of it. But I'm just wondering if Netflix is consciously making this consciously making this decision. To provide more adulty, and when I say adulty, I mean porn or softcore porn entertainment to people because you know during during quarantine. Okay, so it's it's one thing if you go to sit down in front of the couch with your wife, you're like, oh, what do you want to watch? And like you know that you might want to put something on that would light a fire and instigate some action. You can't go to Pornhub.com. <laughs> And start pulling it up. But if you're like, oh, this looks interesting. And you kind of like slowly roll into it. Or even if you went to to Kelly and you said, hey, Kelly, like JT told me about this show. And I need to watch it as podcast research. Now you're giving out all the secrets. She thinks she doesn't listen. Yeah. Yeah, So you could put that in there. And then next thing you know, like when it comes up, like you've, y'all are watching something and it's a little racy. And maybe, you know, you you put it on pause and you get your 47 seconds out and go back to watching some. (laughs) That's a good call. So I'm just saying, like, I'm wondering if Netflix is... <clears throat> Everybody was stuck so at home yeah. for so long they during the pandemic and the quarantine. Things, yeah. They might have seen people searching for stuff. They might have seen that there's a demand there. I mean, they they can look in and see what their analytics are. They oh, know yeah. what type of content they need oh, to produce. Sure. So if they're coming out with more stuff that's sexually charged and adult based, what would that tell you? You know, when when they start making more content or buying more content that is of that ilk, that would certainly mean that there's a demand for it. Yeah. If they came out with a show that had a bunch of nudity, it was about a female protagonist that was sick in her marriage. What that would what that would tell me is like there's a bunch of females on Netflix that are looking for sex stuff. So Netflix true. says we're going to give you the sex stuff. Yeah, oh yeah, I agree whole hundred percent. There's a lot of racy stuff on Netflix if you know where to to look. You can look on Netflix and um, type in you know Netflix porn or porn on Netflix or softcore on Netflix, and there's lists that'll tell you what. I mean, there's 
there's a lot of um, lesbian content on there, like hardcore, not hardcore, but like just like movies with girls making out and yeah. doing stuff. I think it was called Blue is the Warmest Color. I remember it, that. Yeah, that was like some, an Oscar winner. Mm-hmm, Oscar yeah, so it had, a, but it had a lot of really good graphic lesbian sex. So it's it's definitely out there. I, and I, I just wonder if we won't see more of that. I think so, yeah. I, I'm I'm trying to decide whether I should do counterpoint, but I can't come up with anything. I agree with you. I think it's... What would your counterpoint be? I can't come up with anything. There you go. You hear us, Netflix? We want more porn. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody go sign up for JT's OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> would you ever do an OnlyFans? Hell no. Well, I mean, if I didn't have to get naked, <clears throat> if it was just me sitting there talking to the camera... Yeah, the thing that was kind of staggering to me is I don't know anything about OnlyFans. So when I read this article about these guys that were doing the OnlyFans and the level of intimacy and engagement that they had with their fans and that they were getting paid for it, like they were getting, the guys were charging to text with the girl for an hour. To text? To just text and send pictures back and forth and chat. And then that would lead to like mutual masturbation and all that kind of stuff. And and I thought to myself, I just want to post pics of myself and have people follow me and give me money. I don't want to have, I don't want to be a male prostitute. Well, I imagine you can do that. I also don't think that my wife would be cool with me. (laughs) You know, I I, I guess it shows how naive I was about OnlyFans. Because if I could get on there and just post naked pictures of myself and have people pay me money, I would not have that much of a problem with that. Because at that point, you're effectively a male model. But if you want to see my penis in real time and see me masturbate and me watch you masturbate and you send pictures of your stuff, I didn't know that OnlyFans went to that level. At that yeah. point, it's almost kind of like the um, all the chat stuff you see on on real porn sites. Like yeah. it's, I, I, I knew OnlyFans was porn, but I didn't know how explicit it was or what level it went to. It's a lot more involved than I thought it was, yeah. and definitely put me off of wanting to have an OnlyFans. <laughs> if it was just pictures, that'd be a totally different story. Because yeah. I was just thinking about this the other day. Like I've got a good beard. Like I'm starting to get some gray. I've got some salt and pepper. I could male model. Yeah. I think I could. You could be a bear. There's, There's a some cub well, not, out there. not porn. I didn't want to go into porn. I'm just going to like you know uh, like, just yeah. Well, I've I've got a customer, uh, and he is a male model, and he's got he has shaved head and has a beard. He's a beard model. Really? Mm-hmm. He has a beard model. I thought to myself, I could be a beard model, or you know, I could be a body jewelry or tattoo model. I mean, I and that could do what it. you got there has been growing since the first of the year, right? Little little earlier, like about November. I'm not even to the year point yet, and I'm already thinking about doing the double year. Really? Yeah, we'll, we'll see how it goes when I get to the end of the year. We'll see what happens. It's good and I was, full. I'm not lying. I was I'm gonna I was feeling cocky and confident this morning when I was brushing it out. I was like, this is epic. I could do another year of this. I need to start my OnlyFans. JT's beard's OnlyFans. No shit. Yeah. You don't have to get naked probably, but yeah. Hey, everybody go subscribe. Whatever floats your boat. We'll see it. If we if I get an OnlyFans, I'll post a link. I'll totally post a link. <laughs> All right, thanks All for right. listening. Bye bye everybody.